that's pretty much been the bulk of my business and I, you know, I, don't, I do barely any paid leads, any paid advertising or any of that. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Elite Agent Secrets show. Today, we're joined by Jervon Simon, who's been in the real estate business for four years, over 200 transactions closed, just shy of 100 million in volume, a team leader, and the top 1% of small teams on the real trends list. Today, we're going to be chatting about sphere of influence, social media tactics, and some juicy details of what you can do with your past clients to get some more bread out of them. Jervon, thank you for agreeing to come on the show. Share some of your secrets to success. We had a very good pre-show little chat there about the CFL. Uh, how are you doing, my man? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Thank you for having me. It's always say we another day in paradise. But hey, Jervon, give us a little bit of an idea. Take us back to day one, four years in the making. How did you go from zero sales to 100 million, almost 100 million in the last four years? What did your first year look like? Yeah, so um, to give you even a little bit more of a backstory, I was in a I, I went to United States Military Academy. I was in a commission as an officer in the Army, um, and I uh, in, t- in 2017 I commissioned. Um, I got to my first duty station in 2018 in, in June, uh, late June, which is Tacoma, Washington, Joint Base Lewis McCord, and so I, uh, I I was obsessed with real estate investing. Um, I had some debt and I just knew that, you know, where I was at with my budget, I'm like, you know, I'm not a dumb person. It, I, this isn't, this isn't going to cut it, um, for what I want to do. You know, I got to pay some debt off. I got to save a lot. I got to save a lot more money because if I want to start investing and doing some, doing some different deals, um, then I wouldn't be able to do it on in the financial position I was in at the time. So, you know, I, once I got here, I was trying some different things and I figured out, um, I figured or I was trying some different things. I tried wholesaling and tried a bunch of different things. And, um, I was meeting with an agent and he actually gave me the advice. He was like, why don't you become an agent? You, you know, I'm knowledgeable by real estate. I have a good background. I have a good network. And so, um, from that day, it took me 17 days to obtain my real estate license. And I just kind of just went all in on it. Um, you know, I, I think the first, so I got licensed in September of 2018. Um, I was still in the army. I was, I was a platoon leader in the army. Um, I only sold one house that, that fall basically. Um, and then 2019, I had a surgery on my knee from a football injury from college. And so I kind of knew the writing was on the wall for me to get out of the army and that I was going to get a medical discharge. Um, and then once that they, they kind of affirmed that, um, and they started that process. I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go all in. I don't want to go get a job. I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And so, um, in 2019, I didn't get out until the end of December, uh, or yeah, the end of December in 2019. And that year I did 29 sales while I was still active duty in the army. So whenever I got out, um, and I transitioned to full-time real estate, I more than doubled my production, um, more than doubled my, the number of, the number of sales and also my sales volume. I did 10 million in sales. 2019, 2020 as a uh, full time, I did 25 million. Um, I did instead of 29 transactions, 2019, I did 61 as a solo agent. Um, and so that really just spearheaded my 
my growth um, as an agent and just spearheaded my career and to get me to where I am now. What did you do differently to go from 10 mil to 25 mil rather that quickly? I think it is a variety of factors. I think number one is just the time in the business. I, I think there is a chance that I could have done that if I was still in the army. Um, I just, uh, I mean, maybe not because I would have had some restrictions, but um, I would have done, I would definitely would have increased my numbers overall if I had stayed in the army. But um, I think another one is just that I had the time now. Like I, I didn't have to go to PT at 630 in the morning. I didn't have to, you know, deal with, what you deal with as an army officer um, and all the stuff that, and all the BS that the army throws at you. I, it was my time. And I woke up, I could focus on real estate. I could do pretty much what I wanted to do. And I put a lot of time and effort and a lot of long hours into real estate. And it just freed up so much more of my time. And I started to realize the money making activities that was getting me to, to, to where I was. So what, what were some of those money making activities that you were able to dedicate a lot more time um, so, so I'm a big, I'm really, really big on sphere of influence and networking. And so for me, it's, you know, social media, uh, connecting with people, talk, just talking to people, having conversations, you know, meeting with different people, doing different things, golfing. I mean, it's just being a social being is for me, what's really gotten me to where I am. I think I, um, I, yeah, you know, I, I love that actually me and Brad love that too. Like we do it at the pub. Um, it doesn't work that well, I'll be honest, but we like to get drunk, so I, that's our social networking right there. Dude, just so you know, Andrew, I've been at the gym every day at 5.30 in the morning and I haven't drank, so just let that sink in for a second. It's the first day in, you know, 30 years. <laughs> um, I, I like the idea of uh, making it to a golf course. You, I'm not sure. Uh, this is totally off topic, but I just want to kind of touch on this golf thing, right? Because like I race cars yeah. and it's this big thing, especially in the UK, where it's like you either race cars or you play golf, you don't do fucking both, right? And I race cars. Okay. And I always think with uh, with golf, is there like a bit of an undercurrent? Like if you're good at golf and then you invite someone to golf and you want to do business with them and then they're shit at golf, are you like, I'm not sure if I want to do business with them? <laughs> is that like a thing? <laughs> where you get was... judged on your golfing ability? <laughs> no, no. I mean, it does hurt. I think it helps to be good because then you get invited more. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, I don't get invited to shit, but my brother gets invited to everything and he gets to network with everyone. I'm just fun to golf with, so I get invited a lot. And I'm not really terrible, but if it's like to win a tournament, I'm not in the Rolodex for sure. Like, absolutely not. Yeah. So I would say, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm at a point now where, like, I'm better than the average person walking around, but by no means am I considered good amongst golfers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, like I'm shooting low nineties at my country club. So I'm, I'm getting better and I'm, I'm, it was probably 10 strokes off in the past year. So like I'm getting better and I'm putting a lot of work. I'm taking lessons and all that, but I am not where I need to be. I'll just say that. <laughs> it's, it's, for me, I'm just like, I'll, I'll maybe one day I'll, I'll venture into this field, but I think the last time I tried to hit a golf bar through the, I was at a driving range, launched the club like off the fucking driving range. I was like, this isn't for me. <laughs> last time I went golfing, I hit the ball, but then the next day, I I didn't even know you could be sore in the places that it took. You know, like, oh, wow. my that means you're doing everything. So. You're doing something wrong if you're sore after golf. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're softer than a bag of milk for sure. <laughs> 
Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. The most unlikely transition here into your yeah. first topic, which is your sphere yeah, of influence, because they're all fucking golfers. Yeah. They've got to be. But, but uh, the truth about yeah. golfing, Andrew, is you actually get business done. Like As much as people don't say that, if you actually have the right group and you're trying to build a rapport like i took builders golfing before three people i wanted to nail so i brought my number one builder that i worked with two other builders i was trying to get he closed them for me because we had four hours to talk about how much money money i was making him so i know a lot of like people's wives like you're just going to it's like yeah i go get drunk with the guys but you actually get business done so yeah, anyways yeah. talking about sphere that's a big part of how i did it too Absolutely. let's dive into it it's very important yeah. topic one let's have it yeah. And so, I mean, for me, my sphere of influence, uh, I really use it to my advantage. So um, I had a few things going for me. One, I just my just divine timing of social media. Right. So I graduated high school in 2012. Um, I think Instagram really became popular in 2011, 2012. Um, you graduated high school in 2012? I did. No shit. I'm 2011. Yeah. It shows uh, our age. You go. <laughs> Yeah. Young. Yeah. Crushing, young and crushing it. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So no, I graduated in 2012. Um, and I, the Instagram I made at the time, I never had a different Instagram. That's always been mine. So, uh, I've, and I played high school football. I played all kinds of high school sports. I was, you know, relatively popular in high school, go to play division one football, play four years there. And, you know, over time, just the accrual of people, on my social media platforms, just from, I mean, I didn't have any agenda, no business, any business. It was just meeting people and being social and following them on Instagram and adding them to my Facebook. And then, you know, I graduate from college and I, you know, I graduated from school. I graduate to a thousand army officers a year. So just by nature, I'm now connected to a tight knit community, a tight knit alumni network that has, um, you know, people all over the United States and all over the world because of the military. And then I get stationed somewhere. It is one of the bigger, biggest military bases in the, in the area and also has a really good real estate market. And so it was just a whole lot of things that lined up. And then when I got my license, I was like, well, I'm, I mean, where do I start? Well, I'm going to let everybody know that I got my license because how else is anybody going to come to me? And I blasted it on Facebook, blasted it on Instagram, put it in you know, alumni groups and on, we have, you know, tight knit Facebook groups and a real estate group for, for alumni network. And literally within the first month I got, I sold my first house. Um, just because I just put it out there. I didn't say I was brand new. I'm just saying, saying Hey, you know, this is who I am. This is what I do now. And somebody reached out to me. They didn't ask me my experience. They didn't ask me anything. And then I just continued to build off that. And then, you know, I also, um, Really, I read a lot of books. I listened to a lot of podcasts and just hearing about the different things to put out there and how to promote yourself um, and do some just some essentially guerrilla marketing to, to your sphere of a network or a sphere of influence. You know, I just continued to do that. Um, and then it got me to the point to where, you know, most of my business, I mean, over 90 percent of my business has been sphere of influence, past clients, um, referrals from past clients or you know my sphere of influence and then also referrals from other military bases from agents and other military bases so um that's pretty much been the bulk of my business and i you know i don't i do barely any paid leads any paid advertising or any of that it's interesting you're actually the second person weirdly we've never like we're we've had a few hundred of these interviews now which is a phenomenal yeah. and we've never actually had i think it was like 
maybe a couple of weeks ago. It's the first time we had someone like you where you heavily lever- they heavily leveraged real est- uh, the military bases and the and the people coming in and out, and it was the buy and yeah. sells that were constantly happening. And it was the first person yeah. we had on literally a couple of weeks ago. And it sounds like you're basically doing exactly the same thing where you're leveraging all these people who are coming and going all the time. And it's like, hey, I buy and sell and whether they're investing on whatever that, that good stuff looks like. And you're just taking advantage of like a basically it's it's just something that you can do. Uh, it's like a unique advantage for you to scale your business very quickly because you your numbers, something we didn't touch on right away was like your numbers are extremely good. You know, and I'm sure you are aware, right? It's like you really have hit a home run very quickly, which is a lot of people never do. Um, and I think it, what what for me when I'm listening to you, it's like your work ethic. Like I know you're saying like, oh, it's guerrilla market and all this shit. A lot of people go and put a TikTok video out or might post in the group once, but it, yeah. like your consistency and commitment to like, this is what I'm doing. And I imagine because of your military background, just your dedication, like I'm getting up at X time, I go to the gym and I'm doing this for this many hours every day. And that consistency is actually what has yielded you massively outsized returns very quickly as well. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I'd say that. And I mean that, and probably being an athlete as well, you know, I mean, and I was also a wrestler, which, you know, all my life I wrestled and, you know, through high school and stuff. And I mean, that's also like another aspect of like just being an absolute grinder. And I was raised to be that way. So then it's like, when you take sports away and I got to go make money, it's like, all right, well now that's now that the input isn't sports, it's now just work or business or whatever it is. And it's just, again, it's just all really just God's timing in my opinion. You, uh, you reminded me of something. I've, I've never actually shared this guy. I think it's just never come yeah. up actually, but um, yeah. I've grown a lot of sales teams. And one of my interview questions is, have you ever played competitive sports? Always been mm-hmm. there. And it shows the two things. One, depending on the sport, it shows whether they're into teamwork. But two, if they played at any notable level, it means like they know what it's like to get up at 6 a.m., grind their face off training for like prolonged periods of time to try and hit a home run. And it means they're competitive, right? Like if you're in any type of competitive level of sport, like you are a competitive person. When you are in a sales job, I want those people. Like I want you to be like, I want to fucking win. (laughs) yeah like they're my people like you know and uh, it's it's interesting you touch on that because i've never i've never shared that but uh, i just don't think it's come up thanks for listening to this episode if you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com partner or you can just click the link in the description below 